Good morning and welcome this Ash Wednesday. We will be having an Ash Wednesday service lately, but this is another segment of Leftovers. I realized that when I was uh, thinking Monday, yesterday, uh, that um, we still needed to do a Leftover segment so that we would have something to talk about on Thursday uh, at the meeting on Thursday. So I want to do a Leftover segment and I want to do it around Ash Wednesday to someone. Uh, if you'll, if you'll think with me a moment. You know, on Ash Wednesday we come and we're going to put the ashes on our forehead and we're going to say we're sorry and we're going to basically repent of any sin that may be in our life or that things that we've done in the last year or so and repent and pledge to live a life worthy of the calling of Jesus Christ. But we don't talk about repentance very much anymore. Uh, you very seldom hear a sermon on repentance, and even when you do, repentance today doesn't mean the same thing it used to. Repentance today means normally something along these lines, I'm sorry I got caught, and I'll tell you I won't do it again. But that's not the real meaning of repentance. Let me give you the meaning of repentance. So this is from 1886. James P. Boyce wrote this. He says, repentance is sorrow for sin accompanied by a determination with the help of God to sin no more. Get that. It's sorrow for sin accompanied with a determination and help from God to sin no more. In my words, repentance is knowing you were wrong, being sorry that you were wrong, and that you hurt someone, if that be part, be part of the case, and determining to take steps to turn from that way and not follow it any longer, but turn toward God. You know, repentance is actually a work from God, just like salvation. And we teach that salvation is by faith that we're saved. Yet Paul tells us that we're to work out our faith with trembling and fear. Well, repentance is something that we have to continue to do each and every day. It's not just a one-time thing. Many people will teach that you come and you repent when you accept Jesus Christ at the altar, and that's the last time they talk about it. But that's not true. Repentance, too, is of God and is, of work, is a work of God. Repentance leads us to the fact that we're sinners. And it takes the Holy Spirit to lead us to that fact, working in our life, to lead us. That's that provenient grace we Methodists talk about. That provenient grace of the Holy Spirit leads us to see our life as not what it should be and that we are out of sync, if you will, with God. And it leads us to the point where we say we repent. We are sorrowful for that. We want to change. And then that repentance through the Holy Spirit gives us the power to bring that new life into existence, to change, if you will. So repentance is more than a one-time act. It's an attitude. It's an attitude that we will not let anything come into our life that stands between us and God. We will not do anything that God says is taboo for us, if you will. As such, repentance is a daily act. It's a daily attitude, even. That we have to get up in the morning and decide, I'm going to live close to God this day, and I don't want to do anything to offend Him in any way. What? do you need to repent of in your life? I, I, I'm just going to be honest with you, okay? In, in my life, sometimes I have to take captive every thought, as Paul says, and repent of my thoughts many times, especially when I'm driving on 98 or I-4 and that guy like this morning 
cuts across three lanes in front of me and without the turn signal. Yeah, you, yeah, you know, you and I both have to repent right now. Lord, we're sorry. Help us not do it again, Lord. I even had the Christian radio station on, Lord, trying to help me, but you understand where I'm coming from. We have to repent again and again and again and ask God to help us. Now, sometimes people will ask me this question. How do I know if I really repented? Can, can, I, can I have a fake repentance, if you will? And yes, you can. And here's what fake repentance is. That's when there's a change in your actions, but not a change in your heart. Not a change of your attitude. Not a change that says you're going to love your neighbor. You still hate that neighbor, but you change your actions. Now, I'm going to admit to you that changing the actions is a good thing, and sometimes God has to make you to change your actions before he can change your heart. But true repentance comes with a change of our heart also. And as I've already mentioned, uh, the Holy Spirit has to bring that change upon us. It has to convict us, if you will. Remember, Jesus said that was one of the jobs of the Holy Spirit, to convict the world and men of sin. And once we're convicted of it, to convict us to change. <clears throat> Spurgeon said this, C.H. Spurgeon said, We cannot muster up our own repentance, for even this is a gift from God, and it comes by way of a renewed heart, by the moving of the Holy Spirit. Basically, he's telling us repentance comes from God, and God depresses upon us the need to repent, if you will. Other things that can encourage or help you repent, if you will, um, focus on Christ and the cost of his sacrifice. As we focus on Christ and the cost of his sacrifice, which we do during Lent, that's the main theme of Lent, if you will, that encourages us to repent of things that don't line up and gives us hope because we want to bring our life into accordance, if you will, with all that Jesus has done for us, with the love that he has shed abroad for us and every other human being. Time spent in the Word can encourage us to repent. Because we spend time in Scripture, in the Bible, we see the beauty of Jesus and we see the ugliness of sin. We also see the power of the Holy Spirit and the, the effects that the Holy Spirit can have on a transformed life as we become that new creature, as we become resurrected in spirit as well as in body. Spurgeon also said this, he said, Jesus who died for you can, by his gracious spirit, make you die to sin. And he who has gone into glory on your behalf, again, that's Jesus, can draw your soul after him away from evil and toward holiness. So what I want you to discuss tonight is what do you need to repent? What, what attitude do you need to give up to be more like Jesus Christ and allow God's love to flow in you more? And then discuss this concept, if you will, that repentance is essential to Christian life. That it's a gift of God whereby we, we are reminded of our frailty and also reminded of God's power. We're reminded of our inability to escape sin, but we're reminded of God's ability to help us overcome it. Repentance will lead the sinner to the ultimate forgiveness of God. And as a believer, repentance continues to make us thankful. And value that, that same forgiveness and make us more like Jesus Christ. 
discuss these things, meditate on these this week, this month going Lent even, and pray with me now. Father, as we come before your throne of grace, I praise you. I praise you for your salvation. I praise you for your mighty acts through Jesus Christ. And I praise you for your Holy Spirit, which brings people to repentance. Even now, I pray in the life of myself, as well as the church and those that may be watching this, that if there be anything in us that not be from you, show it to us. Open our eyes so we may see. Open our minds we may understand. Open our ears that we may hear and help us by the power of your Holy Spirit to take steps to turn from that, to repent of that, and to become full of your love, your mercy, and your grace. Again, we praise you for Jesus Christ. We ask in your name. Amen. Hope to see you Sunday. Don't forget if you're watching this before Sunday. Sunday's a communion Sunday, so get your bread and juice ready if you're going to watch online. We invite you to join us here. We have plenty of space here. We are having meetings here in person. Uh, if you're not comfortable sitting with others, there is a section that you can sit that's uh, socially separated, and you can wear your mask. Whatever makes you feel comfortable, we invite you to come or watch online. Have a great day. Bye.